Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. The month of May has begun, which means the countdown to the Indianapolis 500-mile race is on. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter, at IIB, at Gary Dick, G-E-R-R-Y, at Gary Dick. On the Twitter box, the Indy 500, which means serious, serious visitors, which means outrageous cash to the city of Indianapolis and points beyond. Talk to me about the economic impact of just one race. No, not just one race, the race. The race, and that's uh, that's indeed what it is, Tony. And, you know, I, I, I think sometimes we get uh, we kind of take the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the 500 for granted. It's always been around, you know, for more than 100 years. And we uh, maybe lose sight of the economic impact, the visibility impact that it has on Indianapolis and on Indiana. The estimates are anywhere from from 300 to as much as $500 million generated annually by the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. That's a huge chunk of money, part of a billion-dollar industry that more broadly is motorsports. We're seeing a lot more uh, uh, investment recently from a number of the race teams and those those types of things. So uh, now, notwithstanding the, uh, the the beautiful weather today on May one, typically May brings in some nice weather. There gets to be a little uh, little excitement, a vibe in Indianapolis is uh, is of a positive nature, largely because of the five hundred folks getting fired up about it. When we talk about the amount of economic impact, we're talking about. 400 plus million dollars uh, in the impact. But we also talk about how, you know, all eyes are on Indianapolis and all the yeah. television time and radio time and, and everything else. Has anyone ever taken a look at the level of investment that has come or the financial result that has come from others who see the race and say, wait a second, maybe Indy's a place for something else we can do? Yeah, I've not seen any any hard data on that, more anecdotal than anything else. But I think we know. Uh, from, um, you know, over time, whether it's the Super Bowl, the 500, those big-time events that Indianapolis hosts, that there is a big business component. You know, a lot of entertaining, a lot of hosting uh, of executives and, and, and folks from around, not only around the country, but around the world. So I don't think there's any question that that has had uh, an impact. The other thing I think that's been, uh, you know, positive for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and more broadly IndyCar is their their TV contract uh, with uh, with NBC. You know, they were with ABC for, gosh, decades, 50 years, I think, uh, certainly more than 40 years. ABC was a staple there, switched to uh, NBC with this most recent deal. And NBC does such an amazing job, really, of cross-promoting their big-time events the uh, you know whether it's the Derby or NHL whatever the case might be I think that's been a positive uh, in terms of of social media presence and all the things that are talked about in this modern uh, media era I think it's been very positive for for the 500 and IndyCar. One of the other things that has taken place talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com is that you have Andretti, you have Rahal, you have McLaren who have all made serious investments in the area. We're talking about 
multi-million dollar investments. Talk to me about those, and then is that leading to others, whether it's in the racing world or connected to the racing world, right? Those ancillary things, have have they decided to then make Indianapolis their capital for their business as well? Yeah, you bring up a great point, uh, Tony. And there has been uh, really a run of big-time investment by some of these race teams. You mentioned Andretti, Andretti Autosports, uh, a uh, $200 million investment in a new corporate headquarters in Fishers, 500 jobs uh, as part of that. Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan uh, in um, in Zionsville, new corporate headquarters for the team. Graham Ray Hall putting an operation in there. You mentioned McLaren, that's Whitestown. Those, all those major announcements, hundreds of millions of dollars in investment and hundreds of jobs uh, in play there have all happened within the last couple of years. Now you look at NASCAR, that's headquartered essentially uh, in the North Carolina uh, area. IndyCar, uh, its home, is here in Indianapolis. And I think when you see that investment, and again, the other piece of this, too, is many of these racing jobs, re- racing-related jobs, are science, technology, engineering, and math, STEM jobs that can pay uh, a very good wage. And it's the kinds of jobs that Indianapolis and Indiana, and really most communities, many communities around the country, are trying to get. They're trying to attract those types of jobs here. That's really the heartbeat of, uh, of motorsports and why this investment and the jobs, uh, I, I think, are extra uh, special for uh, for the city, but also more broadly the state. Talking to Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Let's switch uh, gears and talk about the close, the end of the session there in the General Assembly, what it is uh, that they received, and one of the conversations being discussed, as you have it, over there at Inside Indiana Business is this property tax issue where you've got the Senate stripping out the House's solution uh, regarding those high property taxes. And then you're seeing just before the end of the session, maybe a reverse, of course, and they're going to offer more than $100 million of property tax relief Talk to me about what's been taking place. Talk to me about how this ends. And in the end result, are Hoosiers going to pay a lot more or are they going to see a bit of a, hey, we know we sent you this bill, but as a matter of fact, you only owe this much? Uh, great question. And it was a bit of a chaotic end to the, uh, to the session uh, late last week, uh, to be sure, as this property tax issue that had kind of been, uh, you, you know, kind of in the shadows, uh, uh, overtaken by some of these other bigger issues uh, during the session that came to, uh, came to uh, center stage in, in the uh, final stages of, uh, of the session. Uh, I think folks in the business community are generally saying it's, it's a nod to those who are concerned about the, uh, the property tax situation, and it was a, uh, it was a compromise, uh, I guess you would say. And uh, those who uh, those who really led that uh, led that effort feel as though it's it's uh, something that uh, that will ultimately be positive. Not everyone certainly is pleased about it. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the absolute correct answer. Not everybody is 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 pleased about it. Hey, was there anything in this session that you saw? Uh, on on the economic side, on the business side, where mm-hmm. Republicans and Democrats came together, and the business community is saying, "Thank goodness we handled this." Is there anything? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> the I silence, don't. the silence yeah, was yeah. so <laughs> deafening, Gary Dick. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, 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 
I will. I will say this: there was some funding uh, put together for that uh, that whole that IUPUI realignment, you know, the separation and IU and Purdue getting their own presence in in Indianapolis. In that, I think that's one of the underrated um, stories, if you will, going forward of the potential impact of uh, what will be quote unquote the new IUPUI. So there was some some funding there, but but nothing to me that that really uh, you know stood out as 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 this huge huge win for the business community. Yeah, I, I. It's so funny that this session had a tremendous amount to it, but I don't see anybody walking out of this being able to claim victory. Like sometimes you expect a, a political party or certain people to, uh, you know, you compromised on this or push forth the agenda on this. There was really nothing. It's it's one of those weird things, and you know, uh, it's been nine years for me now in Indianapolis, uh, but it's yeah. it. It seems that everybody comes out of this a little more worse for wear, like uh, extended session, budget session. And what do, what do we really have? What's what's the real victory here? And I don't I don't know what that is. I, I don't know where they think the victory is. Do you do you see Republicans or Democrats pointing to something specific and saying, aha, we got this right? Yeah, yeah no, I really don't. And you really haven't haven't heard that. I mean, there was. Uh... I think 300 million plus for uh, uh, K-12 education uh, w- was in the budget, but uh, uh, especially low-key uh, and a kind of matter-of-fact for a budget writing session, which typically, obviously, you're going to have a lot of storylines come out of that, but didn't seem to be the case this year. Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter, at IIB. I appreciate you being with us on the DriveHubler.com hotline. 